0: This is Adrian Hart with your Southeast Colorado News on SECONews.org. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and more platforms, including our programming about the Valley on SECONews.org. We're taking a look at this recent article, Bent County Commissioners versus Porn Messages, includes grant fraud allegations. It begins with a letter from former Commissioner Bill Long Bill Long addressed the Bent County Commissioners Tuesday, October 25th, regarding their failed resolution to create a county manager position. In this article, you can read responses from Chuck Netherton, Amanda Leck, and Kim McDonnell in this article exclusive to SECONews.org. Here's our article overview. It includes a letter to Bent County Commissioners from Bill Long, plus Resolution Number 2022-14 and Exhibit A, which is attached in the photo gallery. So there's all of our documentation that we were able to get. There are some details about some minutes we were unable to obtain uh, a little bit later in the article. Also, we have a letter from Bent County Commissioner Kim McDonnell. We've got Bent County Administrator Amanda Lex interview transcript. And then we have Bent County Commissioner Chuck Netherton's opportunity to respond with his interview transcript as well. So here's the complete letter from former County Commissioner Bill Long regarding Resolution 2022-14 and Exhibit A. That's the County Manager Job Description and Duties, and they're attached in the photo gallery below i am pleased you did not adopt resolution number 2022-14 and the attached exhibit a last week as you intended it is unconsciousable to think that you would ever even consider adopting such drastic changes to county policy with no input from your fellow elected officials county staff and the public it is also unconsciousable for you to think it is acceptable to remove many of the responsibilities of your fellow elected officials as well as staff supervisors, some who have been with the county 20 to 30 years and assign those responsibilities to someone who has only been employed as the county administrator for maybe 120 days. It is well known, based on your reckless talk in community, of what should be confidential personnel matters, that you have considered terminating at least four individuals. Is this policy change to accommodate that effort? Recent Facebook posts make many of your constituents question the relationship between the chair of the commission and the county administrator. I have a copy of those Facebook posts with me. Would you like me to read them? And last, I have great concerns regarding the competence of the board chair. I have recently received from concerned county residents the most disrespectful, degrading, and dehumanizing photos that Commissioner Netherton has shared with many via texts and Facebook messaging. Commissioner Netherton apparently has little or no respect for women and Governor Polis. Bent County's largest employer, Core Civic, who is also the largest property taxpayer and the firm who contributes an additional $518,300 to Bent County annually, relies on a good relationship with the governor and his administration, as does Bent County. The photos and associated comments are cruel and disgusting insults to all women. Today, I am sharing with you the elected officials and county attorney, a sample of the many photos and documents that Commissioner Netherton has shared with many, unsolicited via texts and Facebook messaging. Due to the offensive and pornographic nature of these photos and documents, I do not intend to share them with the audience at this time. However, I will share the photos and documents upon request. Bill Long. Again, those documents are attached in the gallery below. Next, we have our response letter from County Commissioner Kim McDonnell. Resolution 2022-14 was brought to the Bent County Board of County Commissioners for consideration at the Board's October 20, 2022 meeting. At that meeting, Commissioner Sykes moved, to adopt, moved for adoption of the resolution. I stated that I could not and would not second the motion as I had many questions about the document. Of particular concern was the authority given to the county administrator to to supervise, evaluate, hire, and terminate all positions in the county except for sheriff deputies. I could not support moving forward absent discussion with elected officials, department heads, and our attorney. After much discussion, Commissioner Sykes rescinded her motion. About 25 people, including elected officials, department heads, and members of the public, joined the work session on October 25, 2022, to voice concerns about the resolution. Every one of the elected officials present strongly disagreed with the county administrator being given authority over their offices and staff. The primary concerns raised by the public were that this resolution was brought forward for adoption with no opportunity for input or questions. It gave authority to the county administrator that intersected with existing duties, roles, and responsibilities of other Bent County elected officials, department heads, and even agencies outside of county management. Community members who also stated that they elected the commissioners, not an administrator, to represent their interests and run the county business. The authority proposed was very broad and even described some duties that have been the role of the commissioners. Another concern brought forward was that one of the commissioners, being myself, Commissioner McDonnell, is routinely excluded from discussions about county business. I've known this for some time and on many occasions have learned about decisions the commissioners are contemplating from third parties. This absence of leadership is unconscionable and unacceptable governance. During the meeting, former County Commissioner Bill Long read a prepared statement. It stated the above and also called into question the intent of the resolution, given the fact that comments have been made by Commissioner Netherton in the community about four individuals he would like to fire for specific county employees. The most alarming part of Mr. Long's statement was that Commissioner Netherton has sent out via text and other messaging platforms pornographic images that demeaned women and Governor Polis. Mr. Long gave copies of his statement and select pictures to the commissioners and the Bent County attorney. I found the photos and captions to be disturbing and unfit to have come from a sitting county commissioner, Kim McDonald, Bent County Commissioner. Bent County Administrator Amanda Leck responded during a phone interview. In this article, we included the complete interview transcript. This was written by our insurance company and our attorney as a pathway to release fiscal liability off of elected officials. It wasn't to take away any power or change the structure of how things were done. It's used by county after county in Colorado. Typically, when a resolution comes up, I forwarded it to the commissioners. But I had been off for two weeks with COVID, so the county clerk forwarded it to them the night before. When we all got the resolution, we all read it and we were like, wow, this needs changed. It had stuff in there that was outdated that the attorney had missed. So they decided not to pass it. Basically, what happened is we were working off the advice and wisdom of the attorney and the insurance company who wrote it. And once we started reading it in the meeting and Commissioner McDonnell pointed out that there were some things that were outdated and some questions and some wording that needed changed. Gene said, oh, that's right. Good catching that. I rescind my motion. So it legally wasn't motioned or anything. So when the attorney got a hold of my job description, which I was hired under in July, he said, Amanda, you were hired under this job description. It's really outdated. So I'm going to bring it up to terms because it is very masculine. It was all written in male terms. It wasn't written in female terms, things like that. So when he made those adjustments, made it gender neutral and took out things that were outdated, like using a forklift and things that the role no longer does, because our maintenance staff handles all of that now. The whole hullabaloo that it would take power and authority away from elected officials, that was never the intent. The attorney had completely tried to explain to them that if you read the Colorado statute law, that law explicitly describes how none of the power could or would be taken away from those offices. There's a much bigger story to this. I don't know if you've heard, they brought in like 40 people to cause an uproar over it. So they were having a conversation about authority and power and the county commissioners and county attorney and the county insurance policy holder were trying to have a conversation about legal liability and saying, hey, if you guys want somebody fired and don't want the legal liability for it, you know, come down and make the recommendation to Amanda and it's in her job description. She can do that task for you and then you have no legal liability. And they were like, we want our power and authority. And the commissioners were like, you don't lose your power and authority. We were on our work session schedule for the day with just the budget. And Bill Long decided to stand up and make a presentation. And we were like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. To my knowledge, this never happened in any work session ever before. We had budget scheduled from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. One of his main concentrations was that he was alleging emails were not being shared with one of the county commissioners. And I'm like, that's ridiculous because since before I started, she's always had the password to my email so she can see everything. So he said, I want to Cora request that and show that emails haven't been sent to her. That's totally cool. I'm like, I pass my laptop around the office. Anyone can see what I write. I know it's open, so I could care less. The allegations about that there's four people I want to fire, there have never been four people that I've wanted to fire or would even consider firing, so that's completely false. I posted a picture of my dog, and he said something like, oh, you must not feed your dog, which is a joke because my dog is super, super obese. I call her my fat chihuahua, and I said she's super fluffy, and I just said she's really pretty, and it kind of looks like he was saying I was, but I read it like he was talking about my dog, so I'm like, that's all you have, one Facebook post? His son-in-law stood up and was like, we seen you riding in his truck with him. I'm like, yeah, there's no elected official in this county that I haven't ridden with, including the city, so that's kind of weird. So I'm in a relationship with everyone I've ever been in a vehicle with. SECO News asked to clarify if there was merit to that allegation, and she responded, no, absolutely not. I'm not going to talk about it much, but I've talked to other reporters about it that you know this is just continuation of harassment. I'm under federal whistleblower protection because I reported grant fraud, and all I can say is the people that are pointing the finger at me alleging that I've done my job poorly or I've done anything wrong, all I can say is I had a federal special agent in my office interview me for hours and tell me that they have found that this was grant fraud. I'm under federal whistleblower protection, so I wouldn't piss around with me. But people aren't really smart, though. It's a federal crime to harass me. We gave Chuck Netherton the opportunity to respond to the allegations. The following is the complete transcript from the interview. Bill has dug up everything he could dig up to give me a black eye, and he's done a hell of a job. As far as the resolution goes, we had talked to CTSI, which is the county's insurance pool. Basically, almost all counties in Colorado use the same pool, CTSI. We were informed that with an elected official firing someone, we're putting the county at risk because of politics. Basically, what they came back to me was, say, for instance, someone is working in an office of an elected official. They decide they want that office and they run against the elected official and they lose. Well, then if something happens in the office and the elected official decides they need to terminate that person, that person can come back and say, well, they got rid of me because I ran against them in the office and they had an issue with that. So this resolution was designed to take that risk away from the county and away from the elected official and give it in someone's job description, give them the ability to terminate someone. However, it was not meant to allow them to terminate someone without the elected official's input and thoughts, and it could be appealed to the board if and when that did happen. Also, our county attorney, who is Nathan Schultz, recommended the same thing to protect the county from being sued should something go awry. So that was the whole purpose behind this. And it wasn't to usurp anyone's power. It wasn't to take anyone's input away from hiring or firing. It was simply to protect the county's interest. But somehow it was to be an addendum to the county's administrator's job position and really All it was supposed to say was that the administrator has the authority to dismiss someone should it become necessary with the agreement of their supervisor. But Nate rewrote or added this piece into the entire job description. The job description was old. The whole thing should have been revamped, but it was not. And he added in a piece and they looked at the whole job description and it talked about the administrator overseeing commodities. That doesn't happen, and it hasn't for years. There was a lot of things in that that should have been corrected, but we got that the night before the meeting in the agenda. The administrator had been out sick with COVID, and I think she announced that in the meeting, so it came up in our agenda, which the clerk sent to us on a Wednesday night. I just kind of assumed the attorney did what we had discussed and all three commissioners had agreed upon this, that this needed to be done to protect the county from a possible lawsuit. I guess I should have read the entire thing instead of just assuming he just added the part that we asked him to add. But anyway, one of the commissioners, Jean, made a motion to adopt the resolution. The other commissioner, Kim, refused to second it. After I kind of glanced through it, I didn't second it either there was some discussion made and Jean withdrew her motion so that's as far as it went it did not get passed as chair I could have seconded it but I didn't because I have some issues there so it died so our thought was we'll send it back to the attorney and send it back to the drawing board and then Tuesday we were supposed to meet on it and give the attorney input on what to keep and what to get rid of and you to revamp it well Bill showed up and the next thing i knew the room was full of people so before we even got to that part he stood up and wanted to read a 3-minute letter that he had written normally we do don't do that kind of thing well bill showed up and the next thing i knew the room was full of people so before we even got to that part he stood up and wanted to read a 3-minute letter that he had written Normally, we don't do that if you're not on the agenda. We have to work through the agenda. But at any rate, he did that. To be honest with you, I kind of felt like this was a vendetta, and he was out to damage my reputation, which he did. As far as the text messages go, I was in a group text, and it doesn't go public. It's just between a few guys. I won't name any names, but it was just a few guys. I had mine on an auto-forward thing. So some of them were funny and some of them were dirty, but you know, my phone at that time just forwarded them. So anyways, after the, they started getting worse. And that was three years ago. I stopped. I just opted out of that group. So I no longer received those. I thought some of them were in poor taste and I could understand how people would be offended. And some of them offended me. And that's why I opted out of the group. But anyway, They did come off of my phone, unfortunately. I kind of feel like some of these things, the resolution, for instance, was not passed. That's the reason the attorney was there that day, was to revamp it. So I guess I don't quite understand if it didn't pass why everyone was so upset. I kind of feel like I was singled out and they dug pretty hard to find some issues against me. Those pictures were three years old. They were sent as a private text, not as a public text. And I no longer do that. Some things I have an issue with is I think Bill is really mad at me and he's trying to get rid of me. One of the things I'd like to mention is his father-in-law passed away and there was a farm left to him, his wife and their siblings. He approached the county and the city about buying it. I think his friend Kenny Wagner did. I went and I looked at it and I guess it's next to the burn pile out there. It's next to the sewer lagoon. It's next to the dog pound, and it's next to the shooting range. I didn't know why Bank County would have a need for the kind of thing. We're not in that business of buying property. So I encouraged the other two commissioners in an open meeting to opt out, which we did, and also the city did, so the farm was not sold. Bill was a paid water consultant by Bent County through Sam V Hill's office, who was at the time the county attorney to negotiate along with an agronomist and our water attorney out of Denver in an intergovernmental agreement with CSU, Colorado Springs utilities to not have to go through the 1041 process and to financially subsidize Bent County for the loss of irrigated cropland. Should this water be sold, which some of it has already been, has been already. He was paid by Bent County through Sam's office as a consultant. That agreement has been signed and done by both Colorado Springs and Bent County. So I guess my thought was why continue to pay someone for something that has already been done, and we have a water attorney and an agronomist who already keep track of that. So I suggested we stop. You know, we terminate that contract. And that didn't go over very well with him. He felt like it was really necessary, and Jean and I didn't. At any rate, we haven't taken any action on that, but I know it's not appreciated. Here's the kicker. About a month ago, maybe a little more, we opted out of the contract with DOLA, Department of Local Affairs, to be the fiscal agent and to be the maintenance agent for the Fort Lyon facility. Bill started that program. He was very, very upset, but we were urged by all the people in town to opt out. At one point during the research, we found that there was like $480,000 taken out of Bent County funds to purchase half of a boiler for Fort Lyon. That's taxpayer dollars. They were given a backhoe, which a couple weeks ago, the West End Road Bridge foreman and I went out and brought back to Bent County because it was still in our inventory. It belonged to us. That didn't go over very well. There were funds expended for lobbyists to get that facility in. There were monies expended for furnishings, transit. The contract had Bent County obligated for $103,000 a year for transit for the Bent County transit system and for explicitly in the Fort Lyon contract, the residents of Fort Lyon. And again, that money is coming out of the Bent County taxpayers pocket. And I just didn't see that was right. So I've been on a path to curtail all of those things. And I was working on the transit. The fort Lyon contract has already been discontinued and it will expire December 31st. We were asked to extend the transit part of it. We gave them until November 11th to come up with an alternative where Dola or the Colorado coalition for the homeless would transport their own people. They ride for free. If you are a Bent County resident, it costs you money. There were a few residents who rode that bus. It makes nine trips a day to La Junta, four trips a day to Lamar. Our fuel bill last month was $10,000. Not to mention the drivers, the tires, the on and on and on. The buses were owned are owned by Bent County, not by DOLA. So every couple years, we purchase another bus for a couple hundred thousand dollars. If these buses had been full, I guess the citizens wouldn't have a problem with it, and I wouldn't. But you'd see those buses with two people on them. I tried to get them to do fewer trips. It made good sense to me. Make fewer trips, take more people, save some money. We now have a grant, if we accept it, in place for $279,000. And it's a match grant, which Bent County's match would be equivalent to that or whatever of that grant amount was used. And again, I come back to the point how is it the bent county taxpayers responsibility to provide transportation to the fort Lyon residents but bill has a big issue about that i received a text this morning there's some issues with the bent county development foundation i don't know if you know this or not but it's under federal investigation for grant fraud it was a pass-through for a grant for fort Lyon. we lost eighteen thousand dollars last year because of the grant fraud I'm on that board, and I had a problem with it. I didn't feel like what they were doing was right. Neither did the director at the time, and it is still under investigation. At last meeting that I attended, Bill talked the board into putting up another $15,000 into investigating the feasibility of Fort Lyon, which I guess to me, I add those two together, and there's $33,000 last year out of the Development Foundation over to Fort Lyon. And again, that's funded by taxpayer money. Bill is the treasurer for that organization. This IGA that was passed with Colorado Springs Utilities, there's a large, large, large sum of money that's earmarked for economic development. I had spoke my piece that that means economic development for Bent County, not for Fort Lyon. And that didn't go over very big either. The gist of this, what I'm getting at is, I think I've been targeted because my political stance, and I think this is a way to get me to resign from standing in the way, because right now we're finalizing the budget, and I have some issues with some of the money that's been flowed from the Development Foundation to Fort Lyon. I guess you can word it any way you want, but I think this is a way to shut me up. I will say that there's a lot more things being looked into that took place during the Fort Lyon startup. And there will be a lot more come to light in a pretty short period of time. Two weeks ago, I was a hero. Our public health building sits on the armory's ground. It was built on someone else's property, the armory's property. I got a grant put together, got with the Veterans Affairs, and I got that building bought. The armory bought with grant money. So we now, as of two weeks ago, we own the property that our public health and senior citizen building sits on, along with the armory, and I'm working on grant funds to rehab the armory. I was afraid when I found that out. My God, if they sell that armory, our public health building goes with it. I just finished a grant and got a new roof on the senior center in public health, two new HVAC systems that didn't cost Bent County a single dime. It was all grant money. I got a new gravel pit put in, got it all permitted. The housing project that's going on by Memorial School, that project originally started between Civic and myself and Stephanie Gonzalez out of Seaside in Carter Springs. So that's where all these houses being built up and down the valley, that's where they all originated from. I've been working on the hotel project to try to get a cobblestone in to come in. What I'm trying to tell you is I've been busting my ass to try to do something here and to do the right thing for the Bent County taxpayers. This is just devastating. This morning, I didn't go to the meeting and I guess Bill, and this is recorded. A lady was there, recorded it and called me and told me about it. A remark was made that I guess this is a victory from last week's meeting. He didn't show up today. All I can say is, I've tried my best to be honest. Do what's right for Bent County's taxpayers. I don't know what else to say. If they don't want me in anymore, the taxpayers feel like they don't want me in anymore. I'll resign if that's what they want me to do. I guess if the pictures are that, then I guess if that's that big of a deal. I don't know. A lot of guys do that kind of stuff. It was a mistake. I shouldn't have made my phone on auto forward. I stopped it three years ago. I was a used car dealer for 40 years and I tried not to have that reputation really hard. If you bought a car from me, you knew it was a good car or I'd make it right. That was why I was in business for 40 years. I guess this is going to change my reputation. Now, what else can I say? I did it. And I guess looking back, how's that saying go? If you mess with the bull, You're going to get the horn. I guess I messed with the bull. SECO News spoke with the Bent County Clerk and Recorder to request meeting minutes on Thursday morning. According to the Bent County Clerk, only one commissioner attended the morning's meeting. There was not a quorum present, so the meeting was canceled. So the previous meeting minutes had not been approved yet. Also, Amanda Leck confirmed that minutes were not taken at the October 25th budget work session because it was a work session and they're not required to keep minutes. You can find the attachments below on this article published on SECONews.org. Follow SECONews on Facebook, subscribe to the SECONews YouTube channel and find us on various platforms across the internet on many social media platforms. I'm Adrian Hart with your Southeast Colorado News on seconews.org.